black and powerful, yes I am. Black and powerful, yes I am. Black and white world like Jefferson's. Black and white world, the rifleman. Black and white world, Batman. Black and white world, Pat Masterson. Black and white world, black and white world, black and powerful, yes I am. Hello world, I know I love me. I hope you hear me before you judge me. Hope you know me before you trust me and see my beauties before my uglies. I'm black and proud. Simply King podcast, and this is your boy Rodney Perry King himself. And you've just tuned into the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for Humans Simply Being Humans. And today is a special one, special one, y'all. I got, you know, a brother of mine who I met at my illustrious alma mater, CAU, which is probably one of his greatest accomplishments, you know, choosing the right place to go to being the Clark Atlanta University. I have comedian, educated brother, Lash technician for everyone who is locally in Atlanta as well, so check them out. (laughs) I have my brother, Terrence White, coming from Cincinnati, Ohio. Welcome home, y'all. Welcome, welcome. How you feeling, bro? I'm feeling amazing. It's good to be here. I mean, it's good to reconnect. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You came came out here in Chicago. It was a pleasant surprise. I'm telling you, for everybody who, like, really knows me, y'all know I've been saying this. Like, this is like the summer for... People wanted to come to Chicago. It's crazy to me. I don't know if y'all was like, Rodney ain't shot yet and he good. And that's why y'all came out here. But look, we good. It's safe. I can take y'all some places. They still, they sell, they actually sell liquor a little bit more than everywhere else. I'm telling you, that's one oh, thing yeah, I noticed. Up in Chicago. I'm talking about you can get you can get you a fifth of Hennessy at a damn CVS in Chicago. Yes. For real? You can get liquor everywhere. Oh, no, that's the real deal. At all I times. It's... They are alcoholics up here. But um, I'll definitely, you know, y'all know I love to come and bring in, you know, rising, you know, artists and just dope ass millennials who are just doing dope ass shit because I want all the people who are listening. If you got that blog, if you got that thing that you've been waiting on doing, I want you to do that. And so I'm going to bring people who've already started on their way of doing those things and to inspire you and let you know how they got to where they are and where the hell they going. So, bro. So I remember... You know, when I met you, it was, you know, my freshman year, and I met you through, like, BG and just being an OG and all that. And it was funny because, like, you always definitely been a funny guy. But one thing that I noticed about you, first off, was how much of a a very, real big on, you know, just reading and kind of, like, spreading knowledge. And you were real, I don't know, you, you came off definitely like brothers need to, you know learn the things and like use the knowledge they learn to do us something do else something like what what did that come from like you kind of being so such a person who was like all about you know being just well read in general honestly probably my parents because mm-hmm. since i can remember it was a book in front of me mm-hmm. not knowing like not saying they always like read to me but at the crib i go mm-hmm. like now this book's on the shelf or my pop's favorite saying is a mind of terrible thing noise my dad mm-hmm. 10 times funnier than me he, he's ignorant he'll call me and be like I was calling just to make sure your African ancestors ain't snatch you back up. Like, <laughs> like he just said, like random. He was like, "I don't got no dark skin." He just, he just ignorant. That's ignorant. Oh, that's so, stupid. <laughs> like, he always said, "A mind's a terrible thing to waste." You know what I mean? That always stood out to me. So when I came to Clark Atlanta University, mm-hmm. that was like the atmosphere for all of that. You know, exactly, you, exactly. you have your fun, but it still was like, okay, I'm gonna really soak up. This, yes, you know what I mean the cultural experience, the knowledge. Yes, really, that's what I came for for the knowledge for us, mm-hmm. the black people. Yeah, that's, that's what intrigued yeah. me, and I got that. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, but um, I don't know if you remember this day, but I remember this day. So for everyone who's listening, you know, if you if you definitely if you didn't go to CAU, I was a part of this 
beautiful organization called the Men's Initiative Program. And we have meetings every Sunday, right? And for some, and these meetings, you know, on any given day, they could be, you know, 30 people, 50 people. It could be, it, it was a great time because of just the way the discussion was. We we're always talking about what was going on in our community. We was always talking about what we need to do within the community. So it was always a really, really, uh, really, really dope conversation that was being had. And one day, we had a few guests, a few folks who never came to one of the meetings. And I can't remember what the hell we was talking about. But for some reason, it took a turn to religion. Oh, I you remember this day? I remember that with dude even the Morehouse. And it was a dude who was a dude came from Morehouse. And he came in. He had his Bible. He was Bible toting. And he was like saying all these things. He got up and he was like, no, this, that, and the third. And this is not what the book says, whatever, whatever. And this is what this reads. And I remember T.Y. standing up. He was like, he was like, see, he was like, how do you study all religions? He was like, see, this book that you wrote, it was wrote about a man. He just went off on this man and literally got him out. Like, literally, brother left. Didn't have no comment. And it was he was right. He was like, you quoting this from one perspective, claiming that everything that's being said is exactly right. Man. And it's kind of like, like you're not even bringing in the totality of the conversation and you're really making this not that value. You're really not adding anything to the situation. So I've always appreciated, you know, you not only getting knowledge the way you got it, but also, you know, just putting it out there, yeah. putting it out out there and letting it be known. Like, hey, look, check out this book. Look at this, whatever, whatever. You know, you might like this or you might want to read this. Or this is what I'm reading now. It made me think about something. Or, you know, always kind of throwing out a few quotes from things that you kind of already already oh, thinking yeah, about. Oh, for sure. And, I, I, and I, love, I love that because it, that's, I feel like that's a vibe that I feel like more people need to, need to think about, need to have, even if it's not through books, because you definitely have different mediums now. Right, right, for but sure. But just having a thirst for knowledge is something that I feel like is a great quality to have. And I, I wonder, did that kind of translate into you, you know, wanting to do comedy? Comedy? It didn't, but ironically, my favorite comedians are very intellectual. Mm. So it makes perfect sense. Like mm. Chris Rock, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. They break down like... Anything he'll talk mm-hmm. about, let's say for example, he said like black people and there's niggas. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. He said black people go to work every day, you know, hardworking. Mm-hmm. He's like niggas niggas love getting credit for shit they supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I gotta take care of all three of my kids. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to, you low expectation motherfucker. <laughs> <It's real. laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's real shit. Just just anybody, Cat Williams, you know, whatever. They mm-hmm. feel all these people. And it's like, cause what well, comedy just like make me laugh number one, but it's like what you really saying too, yes, you yes. know? What's the underlying message? It is, it is, it is, and I think I've always appreciated that. And I remember, you know, when you first kind of like really started to claim that and really started to like get into it, it was something that wasn't like, oh, this was I. It was like, oh, this mm-hmm. makes sense. This is a cool transition for T. White to be cool. doing. You feel me? This is cool. Yeah. This is cool as hell. And I, I love that about you know about CAU because. You know, yeah, I know this, this is definitely gonna be like the CAU Brad kind of, you know, podcast right here. So get ready oh, yeah. for it. But it's it's because I've met so many people who, because we didn't have that sense of like you gotta be this, and it was kind mm, of like they let true. you cook, and because it was this ambiguous, we just want you to be great. The spirit of greatness is all we want you to be. Whatever the hell that's gonna be, just be, be that great. shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just be great. Find a way to make one. That's true. Figure that shit out. And I love that because it allowed for people to fail and succeed on their own vices, on their That's own true. choices. It wasn't like, 
I'm doing well at, you know, in the B school because this is what my, my, my parents want me to be exactly. in. It's more so like, I want to be here. I decided to do this. I decided to keep my major, stick with my major, change my major. Period. Period. You know what I'm saying? Oh, damn, I done did this. So now I got to stay in school longer. Fuck it. I'm going to just do it. I love that that's how the, the culture of the school is. And that's what it's really all about. Because I, I feel like segueing into something else because, you know, going to HBCU, it's always been an interesting thing, especially once you get out into the real world. That's true. And people, you know, ask you about your, you know, college experiences. And for me, it's been interesting because, you know, you, I moved from a very, very black ass situation. <laughs> being in oh, Atlanta, oh, yeah. being, you know, going to an HBCU. So it's like double, double. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a double down of black blackness. Black school, black ass yeah, city, it's, it's, all of that. It's, yeah. it's blackness, you know what I'm saying? Just smell like shea butter and weed everywhere. <laughs> And it was just beautiful. I loved it, you know? Chicken spots everywhere. Everywhere, nothing but Get your shit. weave, get your weave shit all the time. So weave commercials. All that the weave commercials on the radio was hilarious. If you ever go to Atlanta, definitely don't always just play the music on your phone. Just listen to the radio sometimes. You're gonna be surprised. Not even commercials. They songs. Come Song. and get your weave, girl. They they bomb. They they, 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 they be they be lit. You let it play. You be like, they got a whole beat. Like the beat spots they told me. Man, I'm like, oh snap! They are here getting it. Getting it, my neck, my back. Right. It was like the, even the law office out here with the gig. So, but no, it was it's, it was dope because you know I feel like you know HBCUs is like when I used to tell people about the experiences. No matter who you were, if you was a black person who never been to HBCU, if you were a white person who didn't even know what the hell HBCU meant, right. it was interesting me telling them about this experience, and they would always be extremely intrigued and extremely wow. like interest in wanting to know more because they were so like hold on y'all did that every day it was like yeah mm-hmm. it was like y'all did that happened every week it was like yeah, yeah. it was like so y'all homecoming was like this I'm like yeah, yeah. yeah it, was like, it was like that's my expectation yeah, for a lot like of shit and what was crazy because it was i was pushing i was projecting you know all these things thinking that oh this is real real you, like this but this is how everybody real is life. At their school, y'all had some good times like this too, right? It was like, nah, we yeah. ain't never do nothing like that. That's that. That, that sounds kind of. That sound. That's kind of lit right there. I was like, oh well, I guess we was really different. And sure. I want to know, like, I guess how how do you feel about you know when it comes to the the depiction of because especially the times we're living in, we got oh, yeah. Trump out here who you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. trying to really fuck off on uh, HBCUs. What is your view on this whole question of are HBCUs still, you know, necessary? Most, I think, even more so necessary mm. now. You know what I mean? Yes. It's kind of, it's almost yes. like, why wouldn't it be necessary mm-hmm. when it's when the times the racial tension is mm-hmm. high, when Black Pride is at an all time high too? It's like yes. a reverse. You know what I mean? Yes. We, we wanted to, we wanted assimilation. Mm-hmm. We, we already had that phase. We wanted to be in the jobs, an equal opportunity. Mm-hmm. And we had like the seventies. It was Black mm-hmm. Panthers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was really black pride. Mm-hmm. In the 80s, the drug game came and it kind of messed up. But the 90s, it came back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like the 2000s and late 2000s, we kind of fell off. Yeah. You know, even with the music and all of that. Yeah. But now, it's back. Yes. You know? So it's, and, it's almost and like... It's, and I think this time, it's going to really never leave. And, I, and honestly, like I did in my Charlottesville episode, you know, America being America, y'all go check that out. I said... These real bigot ass people are really big about symbols. And you tell me what you think about this. This leads from my own little knowledge, my own little research okay. is these very simple minded individuals are big about symbols because they understand the power of a symbol. And they feel like these symbols are what 
gives and propels things and influences and keeps influence. So it's the statues, the swastikas, the, the flag, all these different things are things that they know that because they still hold weight, because they still have some power. But so you need even stronger symbols to essentially combat those things. So Obama was a big ass loss for them. They seen that as a like a L of all of this, of this lifetime. You know, uh, you know, rest in peace, Dick Gregory. He said on Arsenio Hall, he was like, the reason why they was over here talking about these niggas don't need to vote because you're going to have a nigga in the White House. For real. And there, and there it for damn sure happened. <laughs> so you have that. You have literally, when they're talking about the top shows on television right now, they literally Man. are all black. And, and you and you and you and you gotta deal with that. You gotta see that. You got your little, you know, bastard ass little nephews and nieces who are over here dancing the little Uzi Vert and shit and they enjoying the hell out of themselves and you over here pissed because it's like Hey, what about Toby Keith or whoever? He was exactly. like, you know, this jugaboo ass music. How the fuck y'all gonna be out here listening to this? Y'all really like this? And I think I love that that's what it is. I'm loving that 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 is happening. I'm actually loving that it's irritating their ass too. Yeah, exactly. And you have that on top of them knowing that we're in a global, we're in a global world now. People are traveling and being settling everywhere, That's and true. they know for a fact. We all know by in the next twenty years, they're, they're literally gonna be the, they're gonna truly be the minority. They're gonna be the minority in America for the first time in a long time, in a long long time. And and it's gonna it's gonna shake it's shit up. This, this it's gonna shake shit up. Turning. It's society. It's literally a shift that's happening. And I feel like I'm glad it's happening. It needs it needs to happen. I'm glad people are like shaking the shit up. I'm glad white people are looking at themselves like, I ain't one of the bad ones. What the fuck I can I do? But also, you know, like I said on Twitter, like y'all don't get no cookie for, you know, trying to be no good white people because you just, shit should be a gift. But to each his own. Or a good person, period. Just you be know? good people. overall, yes. in general, for people of color, naturally, we don't, we're not we're more helpful yes. than anybody and that kind of yes. became our detriment if yes. you go back even in ancient egyptian times mm -hmm. you let in like socrates and great philosophers yes. they allowed them to give all this their information. knowledge and yes. they flipped it and oh the Pythagorean there all these people learned that from mm -hmm. egypt and the same with our culture yeah they talk about miley cyrus and uh what is the name uh, one of the kardashians wearing braid cornrows oh yeah, like, yeah all of them all of them, like, them wear that on. shit yeah all of them wear that shit and it's 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 disgusting but that's what I find so crazy. And I, the reason why I wanted to, you know, stick with the uh, bring in the HBCU thing is because we have, you know, we're here in Chicago. We have a Chicago native who put out a beautiful tweet, a beautiful uh, press release, <laughs> you know, through Twitter, iOS, you know, speaking of the gracious, illustrious Clark Land University and how he would love to attend. And can somebody help me get in as if he as if he just need that much help with admissions. <laughs> And for damn sure, the internet, you know, definitely took this and ran all the way with it. You had CAU's uh, official Twitter page, which is a great page. I don't know who run it. They need a, they need a promotion ASAP. But they Whoever are. That is, they're on point. Whoever they, they are, they are on point. I don't know if it's a student. I don't know if it's just some old head or somebody in their twenties. I don't know what it is, but they are on point. Cause. I remember when they had school coming back and they was talking about folks turning up. It was like lit. And I'm glad they responded. I'm glad they responded. But we have, you know, Chance the Rapper who came in, you know, and gave this interest and said what he said. And like I said, the, the internet took it and ran with it. Ran off. 
on the plug. It's 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 beautiful. I love it because it's kind of like people need to know exactly, you know what I'm saying, the graciousness of what CAU is and the type of people that they've put out, the type of influential influential individuals that have been out here and contributed to well, the culture definitely. in so many different ways. So him having the interest to go there didn't surprise me. It didn't throw me off. I ain't say why. I'm like, oh, that would be a great mm -hmm. move for him. Me and Juwan's was literally like, bro, if he would have just went when we was in school, he's my age. Right. If he would have went when we was like, it was like, this, you still would have been a chance. Exactly. He still, he like, it wouldn't have stopped. You, nothing would have changed. It would have been lit. But uh, tell me, like, what do you think about all of, like, the things that happened transpired after the fact? Like, you have other HBCUs oh, over trying to oh, trying to comment. Come here, and be like, come, you, you can set up a tour. You can come over here. And what do you think about this, especially from Morehouse? Like, y'all know better. Come on, But now. tell me, what, what was you thinking when you seen this? When I saw that, it was almost the shade was... Yes. I, should, I, needed to, I needed to take the glasses off or get out. You know, I needed to see the eclipse or something. You know, I thought the eclipse came. It was so much shade, but it's just like, it's expected though. You know what I mean? Because whenever you got something good, and unfortunately that's the thing of what us, we tend to do. It's always somebody trying to shade you or undercut you or do something just to dim your candle, which yes, yes. it's not really how it works because really yes. you don't have to blow somebody else's out. To, you don't. It, you it don't. works for all of us. It it's works for everybody. Across the board. I expect, and that's why I was really, I wasn't thrown off because I feel like I, I went to CAU, so I know how, you know, when it comes to the real, the realness of how Morehouse is and based off the perception outside looking in. So I know how a lot of people over there are. You know, it's, a, it's a definitely a few, you know, bad tigers in the bunch. <laughs> and it's, it's definitely, you know, made a certain view because they always propel. And I think what they promote for me, and I was, I was on um, Twitter just the other day because I was really getting upset about this shit because... What they've propelled is something that I feel like is needed, you know, black educated men and whatever, oh, whatever, sure. whatever. But once you get there, you get to, you know, see some things and feel some things and get to meet some people. It's kind of like, what's up with this like real strong sense of elitism oh, and this yeah. real strong sense of like, I have arrived, I'm already good, I am the light. Right. And you telling all these, you know, 18-year-olds that they officially are like, you are, you're going to be successful in this world because you chose more house. So you are good. You are fine. And I think that is something that is, is backwards for us. For sure. Because we're the opposite. You know, it's well, it's well, right? We let your, your, whatever your personal brand is, like you said earlier, yes. we just want you to be great. Yes. No matter what that is. We're yes. not going to tell you to be a blank and blank man. You know what I mean? Yes. Or this is the standard four o'clock because it's so many dope individuals, and then it's, it's from, even from standard. their institution, Spike Lee took his classes at yes. Clark Atlanta. We want a big up, you know, to really keep it all the way keep on. You know what I mean? So I feel like, like you said, just really, that's not. I almost lost my train of thought, but that's not our mo, if you mm -hmm. will. You know, we allow people to be great without telling them an outline because they have an outline. It's oh, we're, we're going to be this, 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 and this, but. We're more so like just be great. We're gonna give you the tools, find a way to make yeah, one. And, way let, and let that speak for the brand and not yes. the brand be the brand. Exactly. Exactly. And I thought it was just, you know, real it, it, it spoke it spoke real heavily on exactly, you know, what I feel like I already knew. And it definitely put out a real cause I noticed 
You know, I notice a lot of people, a lot of old head Morehouse motherfuckers being like, hey, look, this shit ain't even cool. Y'all out here slandering, you know. Right. Y'all, y'all not making us look good and whatever, whatever, whatever. And it was folks who came from my class who went uh, who went to Morehouse was like, hey, look, if your president wasn't this person, y'all new niggas is, y'all different. Yeah. All that. So it's kind of like, we don't need to create more devices. They already have made, placed for us to be divided for. Exactly. And when you seen that, when you seen that tweet, all HBCU should have been like, oh, that's lit. That's what's up. That is what's up. We have Period. a young black brother who is positive, who exactly most people would say don't even need to go to school, who wants an education, who wants a degree, and don't want it from the honorary shit. He wants to literally go to the class yeah. and be on go some real school. shit. And I feel like that's a beautiful message. And especially him, yeah. him At being... That. Him being the person who is an advocate for education, advocate for the arts, you need a person Positive. like that. It makes so much sense on so many angles. Get him, From get him. Chicago, all of that, everything. All that. His message, his music. Like, get him, get him, bring him in, get him in, you know, and allow for him to do whatever else he wants to do from a PR perspective. Because I, I only can see him, like, if he decides to really go through with this, him coming to CAU, bringing in all these different resources that he wants to bring in to contribute, exactly. just like any other student would. Like, exactly. If you are whoever you are, you're going to bring in what you what you got. If you got the talents to do this, you're going to bring those skills into your community. And I feel like him, that wouldn't not... That wouldn't drop off because of who he is and how, how much of a star he is. He's going to definitely... He's going to make fucking homecoming turn the hell up. Everything going to be lit as hell. But also, I feel like... The attention that is going to happen is going to like really uplift and bring up uh, the the overall sense of what CAU can really you know be and in a positive light because like you said, is it with the argument or the question is it needed? Yes, it would it would it would show the importance and that's what he did even with that tweet. You know what I mean? And the backtrack just to bring it all around. That's right because he could go he could go anywhere he could go anywhere. You know what I mean? Anybody but look at the important. Anybody he can go to Harvard, he, yeah, all these schools, but that mm-hmm. just shows right there somewhat of his success level, quote unquote, if you will, and then message to choose to go to HBCU, yes. and then the Clark Atlanta University yes. shows the importance, and that also too, it, it um, just how like how one thing white white people they really believe on what they believe, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. even here in Chicago, what I noticed, like you got Little Italy, you got or other races, Chinatown. For black people, we we don't have that. And it's not our fault, you know what I mean? Our community, yes. our sense of what we had was torn down. Our mom and pop stores, yeah. you know. But what we always have and always will have is our culture. Because mm-hmm. our culture is everything. That's right. Everything came from us. We was the first people on this land. Yes. Adam and Eve was the first ones, period. Exactly. So, if we really just focus on us. Yeah. And, and the and world, got, they got to take notice. And the, crazy, the, and the crazy thing about it, though, T. White is like, in Chicago, is a beautiful example. In Chicago, there's still Chicago is so very well known to have you know these very black ass sides of town. Right, you got the West Side, West you got side. the South Side, which are probably ninety nine percent black populated. The difference between those neighborhoods is that they're the culture of the people aren't truly at the center of being highlighted mm, fully, I while see. you have the little Italy's and the Chinatowns where it's within the makeup of the city. 
it's literally gotcha. it's literally embedded. So when you come through, this is what you expect to see. There's literally the language within the signs are that way. You have the everything, food or whatever. the food, you have the attractions, you have a sense of culture. And I always believe that no matter where you go, you can go into these integrated communities and live in all these dope you know, spaces and everything. Cause you can afford to live like that, do your thing. But in place, you always need to have a cultural center. A cultural neighborhood that you can always go and reside back to that's that you true. can always go and like claim some things and know you can get these you know things and that should be every single city because we are we are major demographic we contribute so much to every single place that we've ever been to but yet these have always been kind of regulated to be ghettos to be the hotbeds of you know poverty and right. crime so there's no development there's no even interest for development because it's like I, I'm not about to build all these things. I'm not about to give y'all money for y'all for these black businesses to build because y'all got all this crime going on. Y'all got all this going on. Y'all got all this, and I feel like that's why I feel like it's a, a over publicized thing when it comes to the crime within Chicago because that's a way to essentially claim ignorance, claim well y'all got more work. y'all trying to build and build up the city y'all need to just stop killing each other first mm, get okay. that done okay, first and yeah. then we could bring all these things and because all because in the Jewish community ain't, ain't ain't this much crime so of course we're going to keep pumping money in and doing all these things and then people will be able to propel to places in the government and they'll be able to keep these things this way and it's interesting as hell because it's kind of like we have the opportunity because literally mm-hmm. when I first moved here it was they literally was like, don't go to this side of town, don't go to this side of town. You can't go to all of this side of town. I'm like, that's a whole yeah, lot of fucking city. Not, not town to me in. It was like a whole lot of not, <laughs> not to go. You know, I'm like, damn. like. And so I'm thinking to myself, y'all see that as just a lost cause. I see that as opportunity. It's like all this side of town could be a beautiful, made up, interesting place for people to want to not only live, but work and visit and, and, go, visit to. and go to. You're talking about a metropolitan city and you have a whole neighborhood that you that is literally like a no-fly zone because of the quote-unquote danger that it has. Let's work that out. Let's figure that out. Because you got some real people who are just, who've been there, who've been living there, been doing what they got to do and making it. And they don't deserve that shit. They didn't choose that. Right. They just... Just happen to live there. They happen to live there for whatever their situation is. And, it, and everyone got so many situations. So I feel like... We have that, and it's so many things, but I feel like there's so much opportunity there. And I think now more than ever, with the you know with the power of the internet and the power of connections, I feel like something can shake, something can happen. And I feel like people like Chance and the other influencers who are making things happen and pushing certain things and bringing things in their own hands, those are the type of people we need. Those are gonna be those, are those people and the people who are on the ground doing the, you know, doing the work all the people who need to connect and really make shit happen. And push the culture forward. And push the culture forward because we need that. We need that every day. But anyways, let's take a turn into the comedy. Okay. Into the comedy. So how long have you been, you know, full-fledged, you know, feet on the pavement going for, you know, this dream of being a comedian? To be honest with you, this year. Mm. And I first got interested, and this is the beautiful thing about Clark Atlanta, I was a business major. Mm-hmm. A lot of people thought it was mass media because I did a lot of hosting. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm doing OG talent shows. Yeah. This is silly dude. You know, yeah. like always joking around, whatever. For, at the parties, you know, mm-hmm. you see me turned up, mm-hmm. whatever. But I was actually a business major and I always got my stuff done. But it's crazy because I took all of that knowledge and shout out to the, the business school, which is yes. awesome, Dr. Kimbro. Yes. I realized like 
KJ told me, matter of fact. Yeah. Shout out to KJ. He was like, man, you silly, but you funny. He's like, man, just try stand up. Just try it. I'm telling you, you'll be, I feel like you'll be good. You got the personality. Mm -hmm. You could do it. And KJ so, doing good. KJ doing his thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So just from that, that sparked, and that's the testament to HBCUs to Clark Atlanta. I didn't know. I didn't mean, like, oh, I don't want to do comedy. Mm -hmm. But at that moment, I was like, you know what? He's right. So I went and did an open mic around the corner at GME. Yep. It went great. You know what I mean? And they just kept taste. going. Taste for It's like, man, I'm really on stage. They really listening. And it's just, I like it. It's a one-man sport. It's not just about, of course, it's being funny. But it's like, damn, let me say something. Yeah. You know what I mean? I see the potential with it. Yep. So that's where I got my start. But this year was my golden birthday. Mm. And it's crazy. I feel like all these opportunities have been happening. Mm. You know, I got got a chance to go on the road. I never traveled with comedy. I just did open mics. Yeah. Now I'm traveling. I done did big shows. Sold out. I was like 300 people. That's mm. big for me. Just, yeah. just from, a just from, from somebody from, somebody saying, man, just, just yeah. give it a try. Now Go to GME and now I'm with 300 folks. Exactly. Hell yeah. That's so, a climb. So it's awesome. So it's awesome to see that. But yeah, honestly, this year is probably the most full-fledged I've been. So they haven't been mm -hmm. a full year just being consistently mm -hmm. I'm gonna be a comedian I'm gonna do this what would you say your kind of like your style is like what, what, have, is, what have you grown at this point where you've grown and notice like these are the things that you be drawn to to write about and speak on what's happening with mm -hmm. us so I'll talk about like personal relationships I even talk about like you know uh, real dating real observation though. Mm -hmm. police I got a joke I said the police pulled me over the other day yeah officer said papers I looked at him and said scissors and drove the fuck off you not, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Police, you're not killing me today. Really? You know what I mean? That's real talk. No, so that's good. That's a good. lot of social things, just stuff that I see in there, especially like relationships or music these days. Niggas yes. be making the most turned up songs, you know, the most ignorant shit. Everyone, I, I jam to it too. I ain't gonna lie, you know. It's all like what walk around the club, fuck. fuck. You know how mad you got to be to walk around the whole club and say they fuck, fuck everybody. everybody. He not saying fuck the people I didn't come with. That means his friends too. Like fuck everybody. You know what I mean? You need to leave the Diseases. Club. You need to leave the club. Diseases. You can't fuck everybody. If we yeah. talking in terms of literally fucking fuck everybody. Usher. You know what I mean? It's a lot of. I'm not saying that's how I'm true explained. that is, but it's a lot of. So I talk about stuff that happened. You know, social topics, current events. No, I love that. All, I love all, that. All, all of that. So I love it. I love it's it. Cool. How, how? I guess because I always like to ask artists this because I feel like it's a question that people need to think about now because I feel like you need to get your mind right about it now. How far do you see it's going? I see it going. Honestly, and it's been other examples, but every time like in my life where I really focus on something, I saw the the payback on it, mm -hmm. you know, or the return on mm -hmm. investment, if you will. And I know what comedy is like, because I'm really a student of anything that I do. Yes. So I know, like, I've heard people, like, I heard, like, Cat Williams in an interview said it takes, like, 10 years to master comedy. Mm -hmm. So if I look at it, like, I'm 26 years old. If I put 10 years in, if I'm 36, mm -hmm. and I'm whatever, wherever in my life, but no, I put 10 years of hard work and dedication. Mm -hmm. For the rest of my life, so I could be yeah. doing something I love, and then it's not just comedy. For you know, for me, it's way bigger than it's everything yeah. that I like anyway. Giving back, it's, exactly. You know, like camps for the you know for the kids, stuff that we already did at CAU, the exactly. culture for service, that whole exactly. atmosphere, acting, exactly. all of that type of just a whole bunch of just spreading that positivity and mm -hmm. that for our community. So it's like, yeah, we really, just do this yeah. and see the turn, you know, exactly. Know to lead to other exactly. great things, and I think the reason why I say this because I feel like one thing when it comes to anyone who, especially black people who gain any type of affluence, feel like it's so much pressure for you to do so many things. People have these, put these expectations on you that you, sure. you may not even put on yourself. Or you was just like, look, I was so, uh, like in this 
time of me kind of getting this break, I was so about getting to this point. And then you get this, and now people are like coming at you like, oh, okay, so now that you you got to do this for me, and you got to do this for me, you got to do all these things. And I see it so many times with people's stories. And I always like like to tell people, you know, especially when you're on your on your way to where you need to be, is that you got to always be a, be ahead of the game, being like, you got to, I, I know I know this is where I see myself. I know I can get to this point. I know I can get to this point. And this is how in my mind to be when something there. You know, and like right. be content with where you are now. Be content with the growth, with the progress. Oh, fuck up, you know, really fuck with the grind. But also know that like once I'm at this level, this is how I want to be. And this is how my mind's going to be. And this is what I plan to do once I get that influence. Because I feel like if you think of it ahead of time. You already ready for it. You already ready and for not it. Just cause it's, like, it's, like a, it's like if you don't look both ways before you cross the yes. street or wherever yes. you go. If you go yes. to a new city and you be like, okay, that's like me coming out here but not doing my research about where to go or where to check out or even just connect, just using, you know, just being aware. aware. Just being aware of where you're going. Like, if you no step direction. into this, don't, don't. I always, I, always trip, I always trip off of celebrities who always say, like, I ain't know the game is going to be like this. So I never thought it was right. going to be like, I don't know what you <laughs> expected. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm an average dude who who's just viewing the things and just from outside looking in and just viewing the stories of all these people who have gained so much success Yes, there is a point because the fact of the matter is still a job, it's still a career, it's still, still a work job. that you got to put in, and point it's still gonna be some fuck shit that you go through, that's and crazy. obstacles that you go through. Just because it's something that's glamorous and everybody want to do, the troubles that you have are not gonna be, you know, just they're not. You're not gonna get away from trouble just because you got money or just because you know everybody know your name and you recognize. It's gonna intensify. It's gonna intensify more than anything. You're gonna have troubles that you can't even ask your mama how to deal with. You can't even ask nobody you know personally how I to deal, deal with. with. So now you got to have your mind right. And I feel like, especially black people, we really got to be on that shit because when you're talking about just what we've been through and our own mental health and all these things, we got to be strong with this shit. And we got to go into it with a lot of, you know, like a lot of strong faith into ourselves and our abilities and whatever else that keeps you up and keeps, you know, inspired. You got to be on that. You got to be on it because you got to. Be have your head to the wall and be like, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna be fine. Stay positive, and when some shit get in your way, you I'm running through. I'm not even. Through. I'm not even focused on the BS because that's expected to come. Exactly. You know what I mean? You gotta don't be thrown off. You can't be. You can't be off. thrown off, and you gotta stick to what your plan is. And I feel the like plan. the people who have been successful, I've been that way. That has been a congruent thing with all their stories. Is that they figured out what they did well, they did focused that thing, that. focused that thing, and just kept. And that's why I like reading people's story. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Especially with artists. I like seeing where people came from, yes. like how they, what made them really. Because with anything, if you keep going, you have no choice but it to come to you. You know what I mean? Like one of my favorite, my favorite hip hop artist is J. Cole. You know what I'm saying? Like he had a dream. He was like, from, I'm going to come from North Carolina. I'm going to move to New York. Yeah. I don't know how it's going to happen, but really had that much faith. I know I got a gift. I know I've been rapping since I was yep. whatever, 14, 13. Mm -hmm. i always been nice. Got a degree. Okay, okay, school gonna be my way out. Moved to New York. Boom. Somehow I ended up signed with Jay Z, one of the best artists. You know what I mean? And yeah. then from there, you know, the sky's the limit. Yeah. Just staying with it. Just stay with it. That's stay it. With yeah, it. That literally just stick to the plan. Yeah. And keep sharpening your, you know, your. Yeah, tools. you get better. That comes time. Like with your podcast, I'm yeah. sure you might you got started. You ain't know what the hell you was doing. I remember my first joint. I was I didn't even have a mic yet. You <laughs> feel me? I was just just close as hell to my damn <laughs> laptop <laughs> to, to yeah. my laptop, just recording and not even knowing, you know, how I'm gonna do these things and how often I'm gonna do this and how the hell I'm gonna get guests and what people literally tell me no and be like, what the fuck, Rodney? And I didn't right. know what to think. 
about the thing, but it's been a dope ass journey. And I'm like, I'm proud of you, bro. And like, it's been dope to see you do the small and big things that you've done. Cause I feel like it all, it all adds up. And it's all, it's all just like, you know, just continuously just growing and growing and growing your own skills, you know? So just keep experimenting, keep trying, yeah, keep trying shit. Cause the shit, doing it. the shit funny as hell, you know, the shit is good. And it's gonna always just continue to just progress yeah, and, grow. And, and grow. And vice versa, I wanna tell you the same thing. Same with your podcast. Appreciate it. How bro. long you been doing the podcast? It'll be two years in September, in next month. Exactly. You know what I mean? And it's I saw like what was it, comedian? What's his name? The other uh, Rodney Rodney Perry. Rodney Perry. Yeah, yeah. I met him. He real cool. I, mean, I met him through Instagram. He listened That's to my crazy. podcast. He heard. You know what I mean? Yeah. That example right there. Yeah, he he just keep doing your thing. Well, I think you know? it was like might have been like a Google alert or something, but like random as hell. He had hit me up on uh, Instagram was like hey I'm listening to this on the plane right now it's pretty good little bro I was like hey that's what's up we were literally like going back and forth and I was telling him how like I know so many motherfuckers with our damn name and all this silly shit oh yeah (laughs) he was like like, Rodney (laughs) Perry is literally like a common ass like the whole name is a common name and it's I was like he was was cool as hell but it's yeah it's it's, it, it definitely you gotta just keep doing it Cause I thought I was tripping. I looked at my phone. It's funny you said that. Cause I was like, hold on, is this Rodney Perry, the mm-hmm. comedian? I'm like, hold on, oh, this nah. is Rodney. I'm like, what Rodney is this? Rodney Perry? How the fuck do I know Rodney Perry? <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's awesome though. You know, for a prime example, just to keep going, man. Yeah. You know, just, just keep going. I want to just tell the listeners that too. Whatever you're doing, just want to inspire you. Cause we all get down on ourselves. I know yeah. times I thought like, oh, but God will show you like, man, if he give you something or you mm-hmm. got something, you got that idea for a reason. So yes. Do that. Yes. And, and, and the thing about it is don't be afraid to take that risk and put all, put all of you into that into thing something. because you're going to come out with something. And even if that, what you come out with isn't what you expected, exactly. it might be that lesson that you needed. You know, it might have been like exactly. it might have been like you just literally getting humbled and dropping on your ass to be like, oh damn, let me. So this is what I need to do. This is where I need to be to now have this breakthrough that you need to have. And I feel like you gotta see it like that. You gotta keep trying and keep striving and keep thriving after you know after whatever it is that you want to do. You know, if you if you got that damn blog that you still ain't started yet, if you got this clothing line that you still got the damn yep. designs on but ain't printed one shirt, <laughs> if you got, you know, this website that you still ain't built up yet, but you got to you either can do Squarespace your damn self or you got a mother who will do it for you for free and you just tripping. You know what I'm saying? If you out here doing lashes and you yeah. need you, you know. The lashes. <laughs> I do that too. You know, it's just comedy. You know, ladies, holler at me. I got four sets. If you in Atlanta, I this will do your lashes. This, this is real talk. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. PSA, it's not a joke. You know what I mean? Holler at me. Lash virgin. Make you know? your first time special that a man did your lashes. Oh, that's it, dog. <laughs> I was in the West End. I told you the one chick that she was like, ooh, I like that. Yeah, I, was like, I like that last version. Hold on. I'm going to go with that. That, is, like, that is it. That is a good one, bro. That's a good one. <laughs> but also, you'll see the information on, you know, booking for last version right under this, you know, the episode right in the description box. So, check them out. But, um, I think we I think we've said enough. It's been dope. <laughs> it's been dope as hell. I'm glad I could catch up with you, bro. And I'm 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 rooting for you. I'm wanting you to get all of what you need to get. And I'm definitely we can you can always come back. We can always come back and talk and just chat this shit up because this is what my platform is for for the people that I know who are striving and making moves, the people that I've connected with. I wanna see you guys shine. I wanna see everybody get a piece of this damn pie that's all I'm doing. Exactly. Just you know, success. So if you don't know now, you know. Oh, first, tell them how they can follow you. Tell them where they can follow you and 
keep up with you, bro. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at ty underscore one two three, or you can follow my business page, my last page, my lash page. You know, ladies who do need your lashes done at Lash Virgin on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook mm-hmm. at Lash Virgin. Gotcha. That's it. Gotcha. Gotcha. And um, you'll see that on the description box as well. If you don't know now, you know you can listen to the Simply King podcast everywhere. Podcasts are available from SoundCloud to iTunes to Google Play to the TuneIn Radio, the Stitcher app. I'm also a part of a podcast directory called Podcast in Color. Also, I'm a part of a network of podcasts here in Chicago called Second Wind Collective. Shout out to my man, Dan. So, listen, listen, listen to everywhere you are. Share with all people. I'm loving all the love I've been getting. I appreciate it. I really, really, really appreciate all the listens for older episodes people are still you know asking me about that me myself and love episode shout out to my girl v i know it helped a lot of people um subscribe don't forget to subscribe on all these things if you need to if you need to reach out to me you can reach out to me through dms you can follow me everywhere at kings underscore memoirs on twitter on ig follow the page on facebook at the simply king podcast if you got a question if you want to be a guest if you're an influencer or podcaster you want to just build and let's do something together hit me up i'm very approachable all right so um next week uh, i'm actually gonna be off next week don't expect a podcast, but definitely go back into them archives and get you some of that good shit. You feel me? And um, I'm really, really gearing towards and preparing for, you know, my second year anniversary episode. And I got a lot of cool stuff coming for y'all for next, you know, for this next third kind of year of going into it. A lot of dope things with, you know, real cool guests, real dope topics. You know, I'm going to try to come out the gate really, really strong with a topic that I know y'all going to really fuck with. Got some cook shit cooking, that's all I'm saying. So, fuck with me. Listen to everything. This is a soulfully conscious podcast for the humans simply being humans. This is Simply King. Talk to y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. That's a vibe. She wanna vibe. That's a vibe. Yeah. That's a vibe, it's a vibe, that's a vibe, yeah, yeah, that's a vibe, oh, it's a vibe, and that's a vibe.